0: Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Australia, where three Australians talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, episode by episode. No, I'm Chris. I'm Mabel. And I'm Megan. And today we're discussing season three, episode five, Homecoming. <laughs>
1: Australians watching
0: feeling Chris. Pop
2: shelf episode this is this is <laughs> yeah. fantastic
3: yeah this oh is probably be the best god.
2: episode yet this yeah. is like it's absolute one. top tier like yeah. they figured it out
0: yeah when you i know? went to sit down and watch this episode and i i like it, i queued it up and i was like "Oh, season five homecoming oh my god this is going to be great i was so so excited because i was more excited just to even have you watch it chris because i just thought it yeah. was gonna be one you'd enjoy
2: and this feels yeah. like a rewatchable one as well. Like, oh, definitely. it feels like one you'd just be like, "I'm in the mood for Buffy. I'll chuck this one on because I know it's good." Yes. And you know, yeah. Yes, absolutely. It, maybe, maybe except for one glaring floor that. I, yep, we'll I probably thought, get to. Yep. I think I think <laughs> I we're all on the
0: we'll same page all here. We'll be on the same page on that floor. We'll cool. get to it. Yep. Cool, yep. Cool, good. Cool. Good. 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 Okay. Nice. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, then let's get into it.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, the big the big flaw is the, that big yellow guy with uh sharp sharp thing
1: things, right? <laughs> Spiny-headed
0: the, looking thing, yeah. <laughs> spiny,
1: spiny headed guy. That's what we're talking about, right? Just want <laughs> to totally. confirm yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's cool it, cool that. cool. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love him. He might be my favorite character of this episode. Oh no, there's too many good characters. I can't claim that actually. Mm. There's,
2: there's a lot, there's ones. a lot happening.
1: There's, there's a, a lot, lot happening.
0: happening. Uh. So season three, episode five, written by, and directed by David Greenwalt. Uh, The write up says, The thrill of the hunt. With Cordelia flaunting her sure win in the race for homecoming queen, she awakens the prom queen from within Buffy, who tries to enlist the entire gang to help her show Cordy how it's done. But some of their allegiances may, uh, may be elsewhere. Mm. Meanwhile, the blood sucking Mr. Trick assembles a host of killers in Sunnydale for a thrilling hunt to the death to bring down the two slayers. Yeah,
1: Hell yeah. that's
0: pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> in a nutshell i really wish yeah. the mayor got a rating uh in that uh write-up because i'm super pumped that the mayor is here yeah so Chris. in in recently editing our very old episodes mm-hmm. i uh we were listening uh in one of them um we're talking about snyder and how he seems to be afraid of the mayor and you were like well what's mm. with the mayor is he coming is, it, is that a character and we were all like Oh, know, maybe well there you go he's here
2: here he okay. is Yeah, we finally the mayor
3: is
0: here.
2: Yes, I was actually
3: watching it and like seeing like the mayor's office and the mayor and like getting this whole dialogue with him. All I was thinking was like, Chris is finally meeting the mayor. I know. I was watching it separately. I was just thinking of Chris watching all the mayor Mm. scenes
2: uh it was quite the introduction quite the introduction we'll we'll get to our thoughts later i guess we'll get to
0: it so we open at uh coffee house bronze i guess we spend a lot of time at the bronze this episode you guys oh many different forms (laughs) Yeah. And then again, it just continues
3: to confuse me. I guess because there's no windows in it. I never know if it's night or day, <laughs> but at the same time, like they're a like casino. Young teenagers. <laughs> and then you get Scott being like, oh, can I get you another drink? And it seems yeah.
0: like a bar scene. I know. Like a drink of what? Like, I know.
3: What is it after drinking? school?
0: Like, is it nighttime? Are they, is, or is know. it the weekend? There's no windows. I, remember when Buffy and Willow, after, after Dead Man's Party, they go for coffee and they catch up in that coffee house. Why couldn't this scene have been set there? Why is everything set in the bronze seriously it's ridiculous
2: yeah anyway. it's most it's probably the closest studio that they, they have that <laughs> uh, it's always set up ready to be filmed as the bronze i guess i i um i used to work at subway for a few years and we my subway was next to a gloria jeans if you don't know what a gloria mm. jeans is for american listeners it's like a starbucks kind of but yeah. sort of not really but
1: mm. close <laughs> enough
2: and just i would always be doing the clothes shift and 8 p.m 9 p.m on school nights the be high school kids just sitting at the Gloria jeans. Yeah. Nothing else to do. So I guess yeah. that yeah. Is, is sort of equivalent. Like so yeah, it makes no I mean, sense. Like, and I never like, really understood.
1: Play
0: this one at a coffee shop, not at the fucking bronze. Like seriously, yeah. the bronze does enough. Let's have a coffee shop scene, honestly. <laughs> so barely before this episode has even started, I've written, I've written a note. And I won't read out the entire note, but I've just said, oh yuck, I've just remembered something that happens this episode. Oh, I don't think I can oh. do it. Oh no.
2: We'll get to it. about the yellow guy, right? I'm talking, talking about, about the, the yellow, yellow guy. guy. I'm head, talking about the
0: yellow, yellow spider-headed guy. guy. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: talking Yuck. about.
0: That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Ugh. And then Scott arrives, and I'm just like, why does this guy give me the creeps so badly? There's just something, There's something oh, about, about him. him.
3: I yeah. really, I have never taken to Scott, and it was like, when he walked in here, honestly, part of me was like, oh, yeah, he's still a thing. <laughs> he's still a <laughs> thing. T- like, for some reason in my head, I was like, didn't she already, like, didn't this already end? Why is Scott still yeah. here? It's my first and
2: note. It's my first note. It, Scott is, is a it? swipe left, loser dweeb. Such <laughs> a loser. Why is he here?
3: Why? But how is has he got so many episodes? Yeah.
2: Exactly. Well, if you're dating a girl like Buffy, you, you lock, down the, lock down the dance as soon as possible. Lock down the oh, dance, down. man. an well, out, man.
1: I yes,
0: this? I know. Oh. And then he's like, oh. I just, you know, clearly Buffy feels the same way because she literally skedaddles the minute he arrives. Um, do yeah, you know, yeah. See? but she's got a lot of other things. She I does. Mind. She does. So we head <laughs> over. He makes Xander
2: look uh... competent. Scott, he's the worst.
0: Oh, he's oh. He, oh my God, he does, Chris. That's crazy. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. So Buffy uh, heads over to see Angel, uh, who unfortunately is slowly getting more clothes on. No, at least the shirt oh is still on <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Megan, please. I that note for you guys just because I knew it would get that reaction.
1: <laughs>
3: <Ugh>. <laughs> we really need to figure out the like raunchy Megan perversely perving on angel music on this podcast. Oh, oh my, my god, we definitely me, need yeah. me Megan sacks.
0: perving. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's pervy background music. That's really <laughs> something. Um, um and so Buffy brings in blood in a little container, right? Do you guys remember the blood bags that were in Angel's Fridge yeah. in season yes. one? That was such a weird choice. I'm glad they've gone with this little container of blood instead. Because she's getting pig's blood, right? From the butcher. Yeah, yeah, from the like, butcher. Oh. So she shouldn't be getting blood bags. And he should I never know. have had blood bags.
3: Yeah, we talked really? about that in season one. We did. That was we did. just that was just a it TV just reminded me. It reminded show. me. But yeah. um, yeah, this makes sense of getting like a container of pink blood from the butcher. But honestly, when she first pulled out like the cup of blood out of the bag, I almost yeah. like, didn't see the lid, and it almost seemed like she'd just taken like a cup from the bronze and like had brought it like a ready to go like beverage, <laughs> like as though, so... like a bloody beverage had been served to her in this cup. So,
0: you know, it's the it's the yeah. refill
2: cup. The blood refill.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so um, Buffy tells Angel that her life is great now and all about her new boyfriend.
3: It's That's super weird. That it's whole thing—it's a weird scene, like, right? It's got
0: a weird vibe. I, mean, I know. I get it's so weird. Her being like, "Oh, I haven't told
3: anyone yet," blah blah blah, and it kind of makes like, "I'm okay." She's she's working through Angel, and then and then she's like, the th- "You know, everything's different now." And I'm like, "Yeah, everything is different." You know, a lot has changed. He died. She's like things have changed. But then the things she goes on to list, I'm like what she's
0: like the first
3: thing she says is i'm a senior i'm like yeah that's the most drastic thing that's happened you went what? up a level I mean, in high school it's
0: a big deal when you're a teenager in high school to
3: become a senior yeah, that,
1: so. is she just, she that is
3: true that is a big deal I'm Senior. i'm working hard at school now i even think about college it's like This again just highlights when we were first watching Buffy and Angel, when she's like, All I want is you. All I see in my future is Mm. you. Do you know? She did not have her priorities in order. The fact that now the thing that has changed the most is that she's considering college. Well, do you know
0: the thing, the funny thing about that though, is that the reason she's considering college is because there's a whole nother fucking slayer in town, which she just doesn't mention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Of
0: all the things that have become different. Yeah. Like,
3: there's yeah. another Slayer in town. Being a senior and even wanting to go to college. Just I didn't, didn't even
2: consider college. that. That <laughs> yeah. sounds like a is that going to be a massive episode later? Because surely that's a massive.
0: Where he? Fi- I can't even remember how he finds out about Faith. Actually, really? mm-hmm. I don't even think they give it. Like, well, I, they don't I, even I have I don't... like a. Oh my God! No. There's another Slayer thing. It's not a big deal. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. no.
2: I mean, I guess this scene is weird, but let's be real. Every contractually obliged David Boreanaz <laughs> scene
1: <laughs> is kind of weird. <laughs> <And Shimon. Yeah. laughs>
3: When we were just kind of at the start commenting um, how this episode's really good, I was—I feel like they didn't overdo it on the insert Angel into the yeah. episode, you know? They just That's kind it, of, yeah, they, they showed us the glimpse that he's still there, she's yeah. tending to him, and then we don't really need and to see we don't need again. to see it again. Yeah, and he's that not a part of the story.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But uh, she tells Angel about her new boyfriend just in time for Q, the dweebiest guy in the world, breaking oh. up with buffy with buffy Summers. oh my god i hate this
3: like the hot okay again we've <laughs> all, we, we've had nothing but hate for scott the whole yep. time but all we've yep. had is that he's this like timid nice guy like wait like he's just you see? Hope- every, yeah. every. Like, this scene is mm. disgusting he's basically like oh when i used to see you seemed really full of life but now you're depressed and i don't want to date you anymore
2: She was depressed before, man. Come on. I mean, he does
0: also... Some of what he says... I mean, I can't believe I'm playing devil's advocate for Scott here. Seriously. But some of what he said, I can understand as a person dating someone. Like, he thought from afar she seemed really mysterious, but now she's just, like, always absent. Like... She, to be fair, yeah. she has not put anything into this relationship. Oh, I mean, they totally <laughs>
3: like, hey, like they shouldn't be together. You no, know? and someone had to, someone had to, you know, end it. And so, Yeah, whatever. I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad they're not together anymore. Me too.
0: Like Bye. basically, at the end of the day, regardless of how it happened, geez, I'm so glad. Sayonara, Scott. So good oh. to see. Is this it? Back
2: it? You. Is this it for Scott? Do we not know Scott again? Please. I can't remember. Maybe like a brutal okay. death scene in the next couple episodes.
3: Every every time I see him, I mean, like at the start of this episode, I was like, "Oh, Scott's still here." And then they break up, and then later
0: in the episode where she bumps into him, I'm like, "Oh, Scott's still here." Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, <just> not... <laughs> uh, I'm gonna really enjoy later on Faith just taking him the fuck down though. That's great. Oh uh, so, yeah, hell yeah, yep. yeah. Faith yeah. is just getting better and better. Honestly. Oh my god! Oh my god! Nowhere, I went so many I have no so many to go but up faith. from the first entrance. Yeah, 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 I have so many thoughts on Faith. This episode, uh, okay, you are going to be shocked. That's
2: I I hope I will be. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, Buffy's dumped, and turns out she's being spied on whilst being dumped. This is a pretty creepy mm. scene. Pretty creepy, like you know, zoom in on Buffy while she's like all sad faced. But then. I'm literally just sitting there going, oh, this is a bit creepy. And then then that guy hits that button on the mobile and it goes, and the modem sound. And I just pissed myself laughing because the 90s. I, <laughs> love, I love
3: the modem sound. I love. <laughs> Sometimes I still nettually. go on YouTube and like
0: find.
1: Th-
3: oh, wow. Oh, my th- God.
0: It's just I love that these guys are like the most tech savvy. You know, I've, I've referred to them as the techno twins throughout this, the rest of this episode. <laughs> And because they're, like, the most tech-forward, tech-savvy people and they're, like, pressing a button on a mobile to make a modem work and it just fucking made me crack up. Can so we like, talk about the twins? Yeah, yeah. sure. Let's talk Can about the twins. The, the,
2: the, the German, German twins. twins. <laughs> do never speak because they probably can't do a German accent. They learned yeah. their lesson yeah. from the Jamaican girl before, <laughs> yes. so they don't have a single line in this entire episode, these German yeah. twins. Oh, my which, God, you're right. Which,
0: they don't. Yeah. I didn't even really pick up on that.
2: They, yeah. Which makes it so much more. Hmm? It's the Winklevoss twins from Social Network. You know, like Army Hammer It's Social Network. You guys know the movie Social Network, okay? Yeah, well, there's someone I listening know, that's going to appreciate yes. what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. I know, the I know what you're talking about. Playing about
2: both yes. twins, they must have been these actors must have been so pissed when Army <laughs> Hammer. This one guy got cast as both twins. And they're like, "Come on, we're here. What are you talking about?"
3: <laughs> well, you know who they really reminded me of instantly as soon as we got to these two like robotic agent twin dudes in the van. Does yeah. anyone remember, this is really shit, I don't know why this was the most <laughs> obvious association I had, but does anyone remember the movie, Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> yes.
2: You know, it's, yeah, it's,
3: yeah. I love it's that true. movie, yeah. Don't the twins look like the, the
0: alien twins? Oh, I'd have to look
3: <laughs> that I, up.
2: I, I must reveal I have not seen the movie. Ah, oh. Dude,
0: Where's My Car? Alien Twins. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It totally does. Holy shit. I just Googled it. Yes, you're absolutely right. That's
1: hilarious. Oh, nice. oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm
3: so glad that I was right because up. the energy they were giving oh, up yes, was just 100% Absolutely. Like
0: that. Absolutely. That's fabulous. Yeah. I'm really glad that happened. So so the the, the, the twins are patched, patched, patching back their uh, feed to the mansion that has our veritable favourite, Mr. Trick, and a mysterious old man. Yes. Which yeah. I think, I don't know. I just felt I like it. we needed to know more about on, this guy. Give it to me. <gasps> give it to me. So oh, that's why he's
1: this me. week's <laughs> no, that Not <might> a Character. <laughs> Is that Not a Character.
2: I, I, I was hoping so because I knew I recognized him from something. I'm like, you know what? Yep. I reckon Megan's going to pick him. Yep. I won't go. him. You wait. <gasps> you
0: wait. All right. So there are oh, two nice, reasons yeah. I chose Ian Abercr- Abercrombie uh, oh, slash old name. man. Uh, it's because he was Mr. Pitt in Seinfeld. Believe it or yes, not, yes,
3: that's what I was. Just
1: oh,
3: that's yeah, it. recently rewatched Seinfeld, it. and that's exactly all. Yes,
0: but yeah. my other reason is because he wrote his own bio on IMDb, and I'm going to read it to you because it's
2: great. What? Actually,
0: he wrote <laughs> his you know own what? bio because it says mini biography by Ian Abercrombie, so he wrote it himself. Hell yeah. ian abercrombie began his theatrical career as a lad during the blitz in world war ii after his footwork oh this is amazing after his footwork years during which he earned bronze silver and gold medals in dance for the stage he performed in london holland ireland and scotland uh He made his American stage debut in 1955 in a production of Starlarg 17. Many plays in summer stock regional and off Broadway followed in a variety of theatrical offerings from reviews to Shakespeare. In a particularly low period, he worked as a magician's assistant for for, for $10 a performance. And it just goes on and he's just, he's exceptional. He's just so friggin' hilarious. Oh, yeah. Back in the US, uh, Ian went to California for a backer's audition. That fizzled. But he began his long (laughs) and successful film and television career. (laughs) It's just great. I just enjoyed it so much. Unfortunately, uh, Vale Ian Abercrombie, he passed away uh, in January 2012 at the age of uh, 73, I think he was. Pretty good innings. 77. 77 he was but Great. yes my main thing was that he was uh he was Mr. Pitt in Seinfeld but he's also oh done god. a heck of a lot of voice work so he was in oh. Star Wars the Clone Wars he um, was <gasps> Chancellor Palpatine Darth Sidious oh my god um, oh wow yes good. yes he's done the Green Lantern animated series um oh my god. he was in something called Wizards of Waverly Place where he was Professor Crumbs which just feels right for how he's written S- his bio
2: something <laughs> called Wizards of Waverly Place Are you kidding
0: me oh okay good yep well, he was the- to the
2: we went the Waverly
0: Place, which is amazing, and he was in it. <laughs>
2: yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's wh- Gomez. Gomez. Is Can that Disney? Start? Is it Disney? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well there you go So he was just, in that He was like
2: the biggest Disney channel in the he world He was
0: Professor Slash Headmaster Um And you know He was in Rango As well So he was the voice Of Ambrose in Rango oh, cool. So he's done yeah. A heck of a lot Of voice work um, Yeah And he, he has a good Voice for
3: it I love it Absolutely
0: Absolutely I want to I wanna watch
3: I had not able To watch The Clone Wars So yes. now one more Reason to
0: Yes And then of course he, he was in all the Usual things Charmed You know Nip-tuck All the like 90s kind of stuff He was in Days of Our Lives You know so he's had a very long and successful film and television career, not to mention his theatrical career, which he clearly is very well was very well suited to.
2: And a good writer as well, as you can tell by that bio.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and yeah, and played the uh, the fabulous Mr. Pitt on Seinfeld, which a lot oh of people God. would Mr. remember Pitt him for. Just
3: kills me. He's oh one of God. the best he's... characters
0: on Seinfeld, frankly. Actually, yeah. yes, actually, yes. yes. So do you ever watch it, Chris?
2: Uh, I do. I don't remember in particular that character. I do remember his face, but I don't remember exactly who Mr. Pitt so was he was an older world.
0: guy that um, Elaine was the, the assistant white socks. for. Yes, yeah. and she white asked him socks. asked her to get him socks. Asked him to get her socks. Yeah, very funny. It
1: so about, Ian Abercrombie,
0: of... thank you very much for gracing us yeah. with your presence oh, on this amazing. stage. Yes, oh, excellent, <laughs> some excellent stuff.
3: Great minor characters on Buffy, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there are. are.
2: There really are. And as exciting as this is, the name minor character, we cannot uh to go past mr trick's back as mr. well trick's back My yay <laughs>
0: you guy It looks like, it looks like he trick. might be here to stay he might be here yeah. for a while yeah. yeah he's definitely making a home for himself in sunnydale
2: i'm loving it i'm loving yeah. it
0: yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> so um so we end that scene with mr trick being hauled away by police in a in a fabulous uh moment of of I just love the way Mr. Trick Uh, the character or the actor, I don't know, just really, you know, like Buffy does not have a lot of colour, let's be honest. And it just, it just, every scene he's in just about, it feels like it's just like, guys, you don't have enough colour in Buffy. It feels like he's just constantly drawing attention to it. And I fucking love it. I felt like this is yet (laughs) another thing. It's
2: aged very nicely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So then we hit the credits and then, and then... OMG, the mayor. The mayor is here. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts, Chris. Go on.
2: Um. So it's, for those who don't really remember the episode, it's a bit of a slow burn introduction. Yeah. They don't, yeah.
0: I, you don't get much of him at this point.
2: No. It's almost like more questions than answers, you know? Yeah. At yeah. At the moment, which is kind of nice. It's so he's, nice. Yeah.
0: he's definitely, this, I mean, he's obviously aware of what's going on in Sunnydale. Yeah, and not yeah,
2: necessarily
0: but, against it.
2: But how much is he aware of, and what is he aware of? Like, there's a lot of like, oh, a, yeah. a lot of questions. I, l-
3: I yeah. like they keep his character very ambiguous because he because his whole his mm. whole demeanor is very like proper. You know, he's just mm. like this. Efficient, proper, like yes. clean dude. But then he says all these weird things that just make him not consistent.
0: Off. He's got this delightfully yeah. convivial sinisterness, which I love. Yeah, but that, you, know? like, you
3: don't really know how, like yes. what makes him off. Yeah, you just it's know also, that he's not totally
0: straight. Yeah, it's interesting the way other people respond to him, right? So Alan, it is his deputy mayor, is obviously quite nervous in his presence. Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. just be he has a nervous tendency. And Mr. Trick, who we know to be quite, you know, willing to back chat and, you know, do his own thing, was pretty much convinced, you know, to toe the line based on yeah. his conversation with Mr. Wilkins.
2: The first, The first thing I noticed about the mayor,
1: mm-hmm. my
2: first takeaway was how normal he looked. Yeah. Because I think That's almost what, every character yeah. in Buffy looks quite unique and they're quite yeah. strange looking people. Yes. Uh, and then there's him. He looks yes. so normal. He looks yes. and, and he
3: like talks normal. Like he, he just yeah. it seems... It's like
2: he, he speaks normally, but what he's actually saying exactly. is
3: normal. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked.
3: Excellent. I, uh, I really, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm quite fascinated.
3: Yeah. The mayor and Mr. Drake, I really like when Buffy has these kinds of overarching background stories that go outside of the single episode. You know, you've got this thing that's kind of carrying through the season. And mm. so none of that, like the mayor didn't really affect this episode.
1: Mm. But
3: there we continue mm. to learn about him in the background.
0: Mm. First thing I noticed about the mayor on this rewatch was that he's wearing cord pants and I fucking loved it
3: i did not know it was amazing <laughs>
1: oh god remember I when love corduroy me. pants sort a
0: thing
3: fucking great i now. had so many pairs of corduroy <laughs> me pants too. So i had i think mine were all like Oshkosh Bagosh, and i had like a pink pair a green pair and a yellow pair probably i love cords
2: awesome um thing about the mayor he's talking about washing your hands and like keeping clean yeah
0: it's all
3: about very it
2: well very yeah. relevant he was onto yeah. it Oh,
0: did, you yeah, pick up on, as well. did you pick up on his line that said that he knew more about what was going on than his assistant did? He said, I'd like to know if any other colourful characters have come to town. And Alan says, yep, I'm on it. And he says, you have all my faith.
2: Did you notice oh, that? Oh, that went way over my yeah, head.
0: Yeah, it did the first time <laughs> I watched it too. That's why I thought I'd point it out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I did not notice that at I all. I
3: have never... I have never, never really picked, picked up on that oh wow never, oh well one.
0: there you go there you go there you go um
3: what I love about the deputy mayor's reaction like speaking about how he reacts to the mayor in that line is that um because the mayor does this really weird line about cleanliness and hand washing and stuff and then the deputy mayor is all like nerves and cheeky but he walks away and you just see his face he makes like crazy eyes like oh my god the mayor it's
1: wacko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the audience
0: like he's he's all of yeah. us being yeah. like when he's, oh. when
3: he's turned away from the mayor his eyes just are just like what oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah. yes um uh, so it's um picture day uh back at school oh
3: i love these pictures that they go through and how they like represent each character so you know?
2: <laughs> yeah that, that were really nice pictures actually
3: oh my god it was so i love willow's one like you, like it's the the order that you did them was great you've got cordy doing the perfect one you've got Xander being a, you know, just wacky Xander. you've got willow just being so awkwardly nervous that she's <laughs> great one. and yeah. then us being so consistent yeah Oz is just consistent
0: yeah perfect oh gosh Buffy
3: buffy missed photo day
0: Buffy missed photo day um so also let's just call out because I have to call it out every time I'm not gonna stop calling it out even though it's becoming a broken record Xander drooling over the sleigh is getting sweaty oh uh, yeah it's gross at least he's Wait, consistent what? yeah he's uh, like
3: it,
0: yeah he was like it was he, a real- yeah yeah basically it was a throwaway line he was like
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys just like but it's like you turned the same way just like breaded to each other twice
0: <laughs> like, oh. no you go first. no you go, go the wow. uh, so basically like they're asking where buffy is and xander makes some comment about that he's in she's in the library with faith getting sweaty and then someone else says it's training and he's like you call it what you want to call it or whatever i can't even remember the line it was gross. What
2: is that for? I miss that.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) More Chris, exactly. Fucking Joss Whedon is who it's for. (laughs) So, Cordy's given the choice. Oh, yes.
2: There's there's bigger fish to fry. Sorry. Cordy's Cordy's running for Homecoming Queen. Are we kidding?
0: Cordy's running for Homecoming homecoming Queen.
2: Uh, Come on. (laughs) Let's get to it. Political campaign. (laughs) Let's go. This is House of (laughs) Cards shit. Let's,
1: Let's do it
0: so cordy is so busy campaigning that she forgets to uh let buffy know about school day uh and instead we get I,
2: okay okay I, I thought this was gonna happen i yes. think it, th- 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 that's a particular <laughs> retelling i feel like she was like oh yeah i'll i'll i'll, I'll tell i'll tell buffy if i see her yeah well, like,
0: no she buffy said i'll go you're on God's
2: picture day. everyone gets the letter everyone gets the little thing everyone knows it's today
0: she literally said, "I'll go and tell her I have to go past the library anyway." Yeah, well, she forgot. You know, it's busy. She's got a lot on her mind. She's got a lot on her plate. <laughs> I. What's happening? I is Chris it got, it got of not being there? Is Chris all Cordy against me? Is that what's happening right now? This is amazing. I mean,
1: Cordy's
2: I mean, in the right.
0: I. <laughs> I understand
3: how this played out for the episode to work. But again, the whole thing just seems odd to me. Like, photo day at school. Do teachers not, like, tell you when you have to get your photo taken? Like, why is it possible to attend school and not have your photo taken? I guess Buffy's always in the library.
0: (laughs) Buffy's always in the library doing shit, you know.
2: I, I not an excuse, man. Get your shit together. If you want to be in the for the photo so bad, figure it out yourself. Wow. Right? Surely you
3: know? Joyce is on top of this as well. Sure, yeah, exactly. Joyce. Well, I mean, Joyce probably got the letter. Joyce is like classic mum all the time. She'd be like, photo day at
0: school today, Buffy. Here's your OJ. I'm <laughs> so, I'm surprised by this turn of events. I really it's, didn't it's, think this would go this way.
2: <laughs> it's such a huge part of the episode. It's such a huge plot point that Cordy gets blamed that, Buffy forgot her thing and Buffy really guilt her through the whole episode. That's like, I really wanted my photo taken. And you didn't, you didn't tell me it was photos. So I missed out. It's like, no, clutch. dude, take and, responsibility for yourself. Like, yeah.
0: They're like, oh, didn't Cordy tell you? And then she immediately like gets up and walks over. She's like, Cordy, could you
3: think about someone else for once in your life? And it's
0: just yeah, like, yeah, it's a bit of an overreaction. I'll give you the that. The whole thing's a bit.
3: Cr- also, yeah. since when? I mean, not, but like. Cordy is not exactly, like, renowned for her reliability. Yeah, why did the the Scooby gang rely on her? Like, the way they should have played out is like, oh, Cordy said she'd tell you. Oh, she
0: didn't. Yeah, that seems like Cordy. Oh, well. You know, like. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a particularly, maybe it's just, you know. I mean, people have these vulnerable moments sometimes where things are far more important than they should otherwise be. And this just is one of those moments for Buffy, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I, and again, blind. I'm not saying that, that Cordy is necessarily to blame for that, but it's just that, the, that Buffy's overreaction is because... You know she's just going through something emotionally at that
2: point, and you know she just but then she really takes it out on Cordy because yeah, the only that's true. reason she runs for homecoming queen is to spite Cordy which is so spiteful mm. and I don't know if that's the only I reason I disagree and she, says it. she literally says it she wasn't going to do it she was not interested at all they get in an argument she's like all right well I'm going to do it then fuck you so but then
0: yeah. let's remember the, the, the scene in the hut later on where, where yeah. Buffy explains her other reasoning that she's like this is all I do Cordy and like the real Ooh. thing she was reacting to was the fact that the picture was just a, a, a kind of a catalyst for the fact that she was suddenly realizing that she wasn't even going to exist in this year's yearbook after having been you yeah. know basically on every page in her previous school and it was just a reminder to her that slayer being a slayer has taken over every aspect of her life
3: yeah it was a definitely a final straw kind of thing
2: I don't believe it at all. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't it. Not I'm bit,
3: totally right. against Chris on this now. No, Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, so, what
2: what show would you agree to disagree? Cordy the Buffy, the, the vampire <laughs> helper. Cordy
0: the Buffy slayer,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cordy I mean, the not- Queen, my show.
0: I'm not remotely shocked that uh, Chris is having an anti-Buffy moment because let's remember, he's often anti-Buffy. For, <laughs> since this podcast has begun, it's been his least favourite character.
2: <laughs> Especially this episode, I must, I must admit.
0: Well, I mean, again,
3: you She's see the re- thing... Un-
2: it's <sighs> just unbearable this episode. Interesting. It's like your friend wants something. Can't you help your friend for once? That does Not Not everyone has to help you and support you. It's not like it's the Buffy show. It is the Buffy show. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <laughs> mean, he doesn't
2: know I- that.
3: I think a lot of the I think a lot of the things in this episode are for the sake of the episode. Like I think everyone's reactions, it, like Buffy's reactions as well, are slightly worse just because that was how the episode was designed. I don't think it was
0: well, and we did get some explanatory reasons for Willow and Xander's reactions. We'll get to that. Oh my
3: god! Oh. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Spiny headed guy. Um. um anyway. We and let's get back to the show, to the episode, yeah. because he like, had
3: be just apologised. It yeah, was sure. But again, Cordy would not apologize. So no. She'd be like, why don't you be like, oh, I forgot. Oops. But she's like, ew, I'm busy and stressed. But you know, again, that's just Cordy.
2: Cool. Whatever. No, I think Buffy was too aggressive. Buffy was too aggressive for an apology. It was like, she was really mean. And like, why don't you think about someone else for once? It's like, dude, why don't you think about yourself and like your own responsibilities? No, 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 no. Your own she does
1: that
3: after Cordelia responds. She goes up all angry. She's like, you know, what about like, you forgot to tell me about picture day. And Cordy's like, I'm under a lot of stress right now. Like she, it was, there was a clear opportunity to apologise for forgetting and then yeah, it was like maybe. a non-issue. Anyway. Well, anyway,
0: awesome. what I would like to point out is that Buffy and Faith, whilst Cordy is getting distracted, are having this nice moment in, oh, the, yeah. in the library together. And I just, oh, I just hey, want to really call nice. out the fact that when I first watched this show, I was so anti-Faith. Like, from the beginning, (laughs) from her arrival, I was so anti-Faith. I totally missed these kinds of moments. I really did. Like, this is actually genuinely, they're, like, being real kind of sisterly with each other. And it's real cute. Like, this, like, little scene between Faith and Buffy and Faith totally got her back and, you know, like, helping her deal with the breakup. It's cute stuff. Yeah. I love it. And, like, like, I'm loving Faith right now, too. Obviously
3: loves core Scooby gang and everything. But, I mean, Buffy doesn't have a whole lot of friends. She doesn't yeah. have a whole lot of female friends. And like to have this cool kind of on her level, like strong, independent female character to kind of riff with. Like she's a very different personality than Buffy. But like she's another strong slayer, indep- like, yeah. I don't know. She's a cool addition to the friendship group. Like Buffy Definitely. has a very leadership role with the yes. others. Like as much as her best friendship with Willow is the door, mm. she's she's very much a leader with most people that she yeah. interacts with. And it's cool for her to have I don't know. I mean, the like thing is that, to just give her advice. That's maybe yes. flawed sometimes, but to yeah. just suggest things. I mean,
0: the thing cool. is that despite Willow being her best friend, and she absolutely is her best friend, I don't even think yeah. about questioning that. She can never really understand Buffy's experience and the way buffy's living her life because she can't she's not the chosen one she's not the slayer you know she'll never know what that's like um just you know you can have as much empathy as you like but you'll never truly know whereas faith can actually really properly go with buffy on that experience you
1: know yeah yeah yeah.
0: i mean i'm just having this like revelation about about faith right now it's really She's the best
2: i'm a huge fan she's a great great addition to the group and you know maybe it might even be a great replacement i'm kind of with joyce you know it's just (laughs) Let's feel faith in with Buffy's shoes and Buffy can I know just, I know I he's know.
0: taunting me and I'm not going to rise to it. I'm not going to rise to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm talking about man? I'm just, I'm impressed. The show, impressed.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm growing as a person. <laughs> um Ugh. and look, so next next scene we get which is another example of why Buffy's feeling this way she tries to get a reference from a teacher from a class that changed her life and this teacher doesn't even remember her fucking name i cannot when i watched this
3: scene honestly when i was just watching it it was so horrific devastating but i got to the end of it and i was like holy cow what the hell and part of me was like wait maybe i'm forgetting something like maybe part of the the Demons like erased her memory, and this is like what the episode's about. I was like, maybe there's some mystical reason why this teacher, because this is it. Like any real teacher, if yeah. you have uh, like a number of students, if it's a big school, a whole like, and for some reason you don't really remember the student that, even though you had a big effect on them, they sat in the back of the class, and you don't really remember them.
1: Fake it, yeah,
3: like, right. Like, I fake don't understand it. how this teacher would actually say to a student's face that they don't remember the role, especially with the way that Buffy is saying clearly like, recalling everything from the class, saying it means a lot to her. She needs a letter of recommendation. The class changed her life. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. If somehow the name is not even familiar from the role, which seems weird, um, fake it. I don't. <laughs> B- Buffy's I
2: agree. a pretty unique name
1: yeah right
2: exactly
0: yeah yeah I've really I really loved watching uh Chris's face through your entire speech then Mabel because he's just so like fucking whatever Buffy get over yourself (laughs) that's the look on his face right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) wow uh,
0: did I ever read that did I ever read that
1: (laughs) uh
2: yes clearly (laughs) wow Thought you were about to call me a vapid whore. I, just, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm
1: not
2: gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into it. Let's let's keep going.
3: That is blanket a horrible thing for a teacher to do. No excuses. No, yeah, that's pretty bad. It is awful. No excuses. It is yeah. awful.
0: I mean. So, so yes, funny. Buffy. After that, and after finding out, she's not even going to have a small square of a photo in the yearbook. Decides to run for homecoming
2: queen. Smallest violin. It's no, 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 not no, how the conversation Chris, went. She did reasons. it to spite Cordy. It's Look, funny. she definitely
0: did it to spite Cordy as well. But all Cordy of this other to support stuff. Support
2: her through all her weird bullshit.
0: All of this other stuff is underplaying in her as she comes to. Yeah. this and in that moment, that's exactly all I'm saying. like
3: even all I'm saying. in the moment, even Buffy thinks it's to spite Cordy. You know, like Buffy's following this path of like she's yes. like, she's going to go with it, but like she's clinging to, to sure. that as a reason. When really there's all this shit that she's dealing with subconsciously yeah. driving.
1: Undercom- I think it's alright
2: to take it out on your friends. I think.
0: Are, you, I mean, are she- you seriously at this point in this podcast, after all the things you've said about Cordy in the past, gonna now be like, It's her friend, she needs to be nice to Cordy. Is that what's happening here? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, in the scene where Buffy's like, oh, you and I are kind of friends, puts it very well. I mean, like, they are not really I'm friends.
2: I'm not friends. They never have been. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. Just, no, look. No, no, look, look, look. Because I used to say a lot of stuff about Caudi like, season one and stuff, but she's changed. She's a different character now. Like, now that she's, since she's done the same, she's uh, done since she started dating S- Xander, she's like more involved in the Scooby gang. She's helping out. She's going on these weird missions. She's helping stake out and like do all these things. She, she is a part of the group now. No. She I mean, is, I,
3: I hate to say this, but she's cut. Like it's, it's that thing where someone joins the group cause they start dating your friend. And I hate like, really yeah, like she's, I she's there as like Xander's girlfriend. <laughs>
2: like Risking her life as Xander's girlfriend. <laughs>
3: Yeah I mean she's getting like it's it's like a little nuanced and she gets things out of it because she has this like popularity thing and not a lot of people close to her and stuff but like the way she has connected and is integrated the group is as Xander's girlfriend and I like this is even a complex of mine like I would ever I would hate for anyone to ever think of me as like someone's girlfriend but like that that's how she joined the group. Like, this has been fascinating.
0: This discussion has been fascinating. I feel like we need to move on because not, none of us are ever going to come to agreement on this. But it's just been really fascinating to see these different points of view. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So after Buffy decides to run for homecoming queen, uh, we move to a different competition. Uh, to Mr. Trick.
1: It's
2: so Discussing cool, his
0: plans for SlayerFest 98. SlayerFest 98.
2: Such a cool so idea. Such cool. a cool concept.
1: Yeah. So cool. And we get some just great
3: characters. Uh, I'm remembering all like the Buffy, Fe- or like SlayerFest marathons that were on like Fox 8 when I would watch Buffy and like seeing this episode and then being like, oh SlayerFest. Now yeah. every marathon is a SlayerFest.
2: <laughs> super cool. I, <laughs> I really like this concept. I think this could be like a yearly tradition. Slayerfest. <laughs> Is like this? the
3: slayer purge
1: kind of yeah <laughs> oh my
3: god crazy! i do sort of... i did yeah. love them bringing in this whole like almost almost like sore concept you're like this is like classic horror movie setup you've got a yeah. whole thing you've got the videotape you've got this villain like setting up this very like horror movie thing and it just kind of comes back to the whole essence of buffy being like a parody on a trope of like hopeless girl in a horror movie yeah. yeah and it's just like bringing it back front. And yeah that's true you yeah plus know. you just get
0: like this great eclectic mix of random demons and humans that are just oh, like yeah. ridiculous and you know spiny-headed looking 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 dude <laughs> so uh, cool. and of course everybody's favorite character <laughs> who was just so vital the first time he was on Buffy that they thought they should bring him back Gorch.
1: Love I mean, the the I, I was
0: like, oh, yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. I believe it was bad eggs. And I believe if you go back to our podcast on bad eggs, you will hear me <laughs> espouse my views on the Gorch brothers and how valuable they are as uh, participants in the Buffy storyline.
2: <laughs> so was he the same one or was it like a brother or something?
0: No. So
1: remember it there was two, two brothers
0: and
2: Buffy yeah. killed
0: one. One and, and the, like, the other one, one my ran my The other
3: one ran off.
2: this is the same one.
0: This is the same one that was in that episode.
2: (laughs) He runs off again. Yes. This is very funny.
3: funny. Um, I love this idea of them just having this, like, metaphorical, like, drawer of, like, baddies. And when they have an episode like Bad Eggs where they're just like, oh, we need, like, a background villain. Oh, the Gorge Brothers. here. let's take them out of the drawer and chuck them in the episode. And then we've got Slayer Fest. So they're like, oh, we need an extra baddie. Oh, Gorge Brothers still alive. Let's chuck it in the episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's great stuff. I'm really just delaying moving on to the next scene because I don't want to.
3: Oh, is it what I think it is? Oh, I think it is. I think Willow it's one and Zander like, oh, no. trying on
0: prom clothes.
3: Ultimate Let's talk about fringe. it. Look, Alt- I can't deal. Let's talk. We
2: about it. we disagreed on so much in the last few scenes. I think we can really <laughs> agree on this.
0: Oh yeah. We
3: really
2: come together. This <laughs> this will unite us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the rest oh, of the pod.
0: Oh fuck yeah! <laughs>
2: How much uh, I suck,
0: I'm very this- interested in your views here, Chris, particularly just because this is the first time you're ever seeing it, Babel hold mm-hmm. you as well, but tell us tell us your initial thoughts tell us your reaction
2: um okay first reaction as as stuff's sort of going on mm-hmm. is um oh they're just they're just friends, they're close friends, this is nice this is quite sweet actually mm. then the scene keeps going
1: mm. and then
2: it's like a Like sort of a Ron Hermione sort of situation, and they're not there. That it's not. It's not that. It's not the same relationship. It's
1: not. Yeah.
2: And then it keeps going, and then it keeps going, Mm -hmm. and they like lean in for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like it's not. It doesn't build to a lean in. Mm -mm. They just happen to lean in, Mm -hmm. and the scene doesn't cut there where it should. It keeps Mm -hmm. going still, and just so deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. I mean, first of all, there's no chemistry between these two as characters, yeah. as actors. I just don't feel that there's chemistry between them.
2: I, I think so there's like big work. Big brother, good friends, yeah. like they're best going friends. They've And
0: and yeah. I, I go, Mabel. Give us your thoughts.
3: I mean, I cannot agree enough with like the scene is so long. Like mm-hmm. you say yes. it, it keeps keeps going. going yeah it just keeps going and it's so pain because you have. you're right like at the start it, it is almost like oh that's sweet like they they're they're helping each other prepare and they're like talking like they're being the good friends and then like the music's playing and you can see they've got this like with the divider and like um willow's changing behind the divider and it's slowly like just building to this inappropriate vibe and you're like why Mm. just like why and then and the scene is so long that Mm. you have so much time to watch it and like Mm. critique it as it's happening like Mm -hmm. it's just so slow and long and drawn out and like they have this sudden moment where you've got Xander being like, oh, Willow's hot in a dress. But then you've got you've got, <laughs> you've got this like Willow be like, oh, Xander's hot in a tux. And then you've got this kind of like sad sympathy because you're like, oh, Willow was actually like super into Xander for a while. Yes. Bad. So,
1: so yes. you've got this
3: like, oh, Willow's having this flashback of feeling. Yes. But then, but then again, you're right. It just keeps going, and it makes no sense. Like especially, if, like Willow's so into Oz, and they just
1: the
0: whole
3: thing. They just keep going, and mm-hmm. the, and I feel like the writers tried to make this like a comical, like oh, the formal wear did it, like mm-hmm. magical formal wear. We can't, and they kind of almost start riffing off each other about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But it's again just such a long scene that watching it. Mm-hmm. It's awful yeah. from beginning to end mm-hmm. and I just want it to
0: stop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Always. Always. I'm literally, I've written here at one point, I'm genuinely struggling to watch this scene. And I was, it was just oh, so hard too. to watch. And <sighs> you're right. Like, you know, I mean, yes, Willow is so into Oz. That that, that, that part of it doesn't make sense for me. Yeah. it does. But equally, I'm just going to read you what I wrote because I literally ranted onto the page. All right kill me now. Willow and Xander trying on prom clothes and I'm not even going to explain this scene any further. This whole thing is everything that's wrong with Xander. Sorry. (laughs) He wants his cake and eat it too and only finds Willow who's loved him forever attractive now that she's with someone else. It's such toxic male behavior and I've seen it so often in my life. Some men only want women when they are unattainable and it's disgusting. And I'm not going to discount Willow's part in this because she is a part of this as well but it's particularly bad behavior from Xander because he has the whole time been like throwing her away every time she ever indicated that she had feelings for him and it's only now that she's actually with someone and so has become this sexual creature in his eyes because someone else finds her sexy that he's decided to find her sexy it just fucking enrages me
2: I wasn't expecting that take, to be honest. I wasn't expecting...
0: I don't have the same... That's view. fair. I didn't think Neither everybody... I. I didn't think either of you would yeah. agree with me on that. And I and I completely take the point that Willow is as much culpable to this as Xander. But I do think that she has all these old feelings that are still there that could drive her to instantly react to him in that way when he does respond to her like that.
2: I, mean, I don't know about you, Mabel, but the way I see it isn't even like a, a Willow's also culpable thing. It's just like... I'm grimacing because these are two characters that I like just doing things that they shouldn't be doing. It's more of a weird thing to write. Like I'm more upset at the writers than taking the situation literally at all. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think,
3: I think there's definitely that. Like, I think it, like I said, it just doesn't make sense to watch. I think not only, not only is it that like mutual accountability between them, but I think I actually have, I mean, if we're going to like take this at face value and the characters have done what they've done, I have, I mean, I don't know how much flack I'll get for this, but I do have, like, more, I have kind of almost equal sympathy, not equal, but, like, Xander, I can understand his emotional confusion as well. Like, I don't see him so villainously, like, taking advantage of Willow after, you know, being able to have her all this time. I mean, I do think Xander, as, you know, a, a young, questionable, confused teenager himself, you know, he... Is getting confused about his feelings you know like you have this reminiscent of them b- being through kindergarten and going through this and you know he like as it like you're just trying to date and like find love and he's got Cordelia, but like I guess that's just he's you know like he kind of listed it as a t- tech box he's like I am I'm a senior now I'm going to homecoming I have a girlfriend and I think that's very much kind of what Cordelia He was kind of ticking it off as having a girlfriend whereas he has this like Mm. deep friendship with willow and he's now getting confused that like maybe it's something more like i just feel like there's equal room for him to be confused about it i don't think he's being a typical like oh i want what i can't have i think there's a lot of feelings there and he's he he wants to be
2: loved. I think I think the real issue with it is you can't take it at face value because there's nothing feels true about it. Like that's yeah. these I think characters that's have both really found fair. something better and they've both moved on mm. and they don't suit each other that well anymore because they have found people that literally suit them quite well. hundred oh, percent. It just feels so. Untrue. You're right. It's, it's, it's
0: the like, writers putting a square peg into yeah. a round hole and it just—it's yeah. the whole thing. You're right. The thing—it just feels icky to watch because it just feels completely dis. Un- uh, like disrespectful yeah. and untrue to these characters, yeah. frankly. And even yeah, it carries on. on. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And
3: how it I carries mean, on also just makes no sense because, yeah. again, well, just I got, mean,
0: at this stage, you know, we don't know much other than that they're still clearly very. No, but I like, mean, even how hands, just, like carries
3: on in this scene and in this episode. It's just like you've got again, like the way cheating happens in shows. Sometimes it's like, it's like they have this uncontrollable. Like these people in committed yeah. relationships wouldn't just like. Giving to just... this kiss you know and then yeah. the fact that like I don't know I find it weird that their immediate guilt towards their own girlfriends and boyfriends and partners and stuff isn't more immediate like they just keep almost kissing again and joking about it and be like oh no we have to undo this and like they kind of keep going with it which again just seems weirder to me like I would think after the one mistake if it were to happen Willow would be like Mm. But
0: I love Oz, like especially when she they they, the they both call that out, you know. They do yeah. call that out in that scene in a jokey way, but they call out the fact that they both know how much but they, they love their other, other person, but they still continue the conversations. Like it's, it's really yeah. weird. The whole thing it's is fucked. Much, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on mm-hmm. from it. Fuck that scene. Yeah,
2: please. Yeah,
0: that scene Ugh, the weird. worst. So, interesting that you know, just quickly. Interesting that you know we all did agree on the the one scene from this <laughs> show that was not the right scene for us, but uh, <laughs> for different reasons. That's quite funny
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So
3: it's funny at the start when you were all being like this this episode, you know, top shelf, so good. And I was
0: like, yes, but
3: I was except,
0: like, I was like, this so <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's some bad stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, That's Buffy's so- war rooming with the Scooby Gang to beat Cordy at homecoming. <laughs> um but uh they are committed elsewhere helping Cordy. yeah
2: yeah she should have thought about this ahead of time
3: yeah and it's it's the whole thing's weird like when she first challenges Cordy, immediately my brain's like isn't homecoming like Nick, like how long do campaigns usually go for is it even possible for her to run this late and the thing I would have thought there's, like, a sign-up sheet that you have to do by a deadline at the school and then you run. like I don't know. A bit weird. Yep. I didn't think she could do it so short notice. And then Willow, when I was and everything, just, like, taking Cordy's side. Again, I get it for the episode. And later they explain it a bit more where Willow says that her and Xander are trying to, like, make up for, you know, betraying their spouses. But it's a bit weird. Like, Xander gets up and is like, oh, I'm, I'm her boyfriend. But then Willow's like, oh, she needs me more. And I'm like, well, no,
0: she doesn't. That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. I feel. I mean, I, you know, I don't have this strong feeling that you have, um, Chris, about <laughs> Cordy and Coffee as they're as <laughs> they doing do. that. Their... I think
1: you do. I really um, don't.
2: <laughs> 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 All right. I find it cool. But, <laughs> but,
0: but um, yeah, it's. I mean, like, again, it just comes back to the the whole balance feels off. Like, this whole episode from this point on just feels kind of off because as much as I love this episode, like, the reason I think I agree that part of the reason that Willow and, and Xander are helping Cordy and not Buffy is because they're feeling guilty towards Cordy in a way that they're mm. not to Buffy. And so I think that they would have actually done more to help Buffy had it not been for that scene before.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. I didn't think about it like that. I just so thought Willow, about it like
0: Willow calls that out later. She says we've put the yeah. whole gang off balance because we were feeling so guilty that we helped Cordy instead uh, of Buffy. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: But I, 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 I sort of thought it was to more
0: because
3: yeah, Willow says that later, and I'm mm-hmm. like, why are Willow and Xander still hanging out alone in her room? Like, I still mm-hmm. understand how they've just like gone back to the scene of the crime didn't. Yeah. like it's super <laughs> weird. Through <True> that. <laughs>
0: so a bit of trivia just randomly for this episode oh, yeah. uh, Sarah Michelle Bella, Geller had broken a <laughs> bone in her hand during filming of this episode and she actually had oh. a bandage on her left hand uh, under her sleeve in this scene oh yeah it's visible yeah Gosh, we've really managed to wander around this episode, haven't we? So, after having recently had one of the worst scenes of this episode, we then get one of my favourite things. We get a time-passing montage. It's so exciting.
2: Sick montage. Slayer Fest
0: prep slash homecoming and campaigning just all mushed together in a time-passing montage. It's great stuff. I love it.
3: Yeah,
1: it's awesome.
3: (laughs) I hate Buffy's campaign poster. I'm it shy doesn't, even say, it oh, doesn't say... It doesn't say Homecoming Queen on it. It's
2: atrocious. just a
0: poster with her name on it. Like,
1: oh, disgusting. She's
0: shy deep. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, it's the worst. And do you notice yeah. that, like, all of a sudden she decides to, like... I don't know, she starts wearing her hair in this real, like, waspy kind of, you know, like preppy kind of this, this hairdo thing that she does for the rest of the episode where she's like campaign and she has it yeah. in the poster too. It's just like, you know, I've I'm you know, I'm you know pretty and business like it's just kind of I don't know what it is. It's fucking weird.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <sighs> I mostly just ignore the whole campaign Buffy thing. It's just, yeah, like, Campaign Buffy's not I great just, Buffy. I just let it run in the
0: background, you know? So um Buffy guilts Willow into sneaking a look at Cordy's campaign database and they say How
2: manipulative going...
0: I love it. I saved your life, dude.
3: My life would
1: not be in
2: danger. It was so you, dude. This is the I worst was... thing she does all episodes. Oh my god! Like...
3: I can't believe you feel this way. It's so I weird. You are crazy. I, you are crazy. I loved
0: it from the start. It was so <laughs> funny. It's just, just like best, best friend behavior. Like it it's is. So funny. It's so
3: perfect. I saved
2: your life. She was going through
3: some stuff. She was really upset. I think the thing that makes it is that like she's she's just hamming it on like she knows that it's manipulative Willow knows. She's like, you know obviously I would never let anything come between our best friendship. Yeah, I mean she's and so like,
0: clearly, like she's being clearly deliberately manipulative. Like yeah, she's not trying like to hide not. the fact. It's not like real manipulation behaviour. It doesn't yeah. make
2: it okay guys.
0: Oh my god <laughs>
2: <It's>
1: <laughs> It doesn't make it okay
3: <laughs> It's
0: hilarious um, And so whilst they're planning... Uh, their limo trip to Homecoming. Um, the techno twins are overhearing the plan to pick up Faith, then Buffy, and then the rest, which will be important later. Mm. Um, but uh, then we, uh, let's just gloss over the scene where Willow and Xander decide to come up with a plan to get Yuck. Buffy and Cordy speaking again. Bloody blah. Yeah, I don't want to
3: see anymore.
0: Yeah, let's not even talk about it. We just won't talk about it. it. So they come up with a plan to get Buffy and Cordy speaking again. Homecoming night. Buffy climbs into the limo to find Cordy, not Faith, and a note from the Scooby Gang telling them to work their shit out, plus corsages.
3: I love their outfits, though. I oh, love how the colors complement each other. They both yes, look
0: great. They Super do fun. both look great. Yeah.
3: Uh, even when they like come in at the end, really like disheveled and covered in dirt. Like I don't know. Like they're just great outfits. Oh, they're so great bright, outfits. So and
0: frankly, Cordy had to choose the orchid because the orchid looked way better with her outfit than it would have with Buffy's anyway. So, because the, the right yellowy be. themes. Yeah. So she chose the right one. That's all I'm saying. So one limo ride later, they wind up in the middle of nowhere forest, plus a TV. Um, question, how did they get power to that TV? That's just, I'm just curious.
2: Yeah, and also who drove the limo?
0: I reckon one of the Techno Twins. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. But, but like, how did like... the Techno
3: Twins not notice that it wasn't fake? Well, like yeah uh, i don't think they've yeah. actually seen
0: faith at this point yeah I guess there's been so. no video footage of faith they, they just are going on the fact that the overheard conversation that buffy and willow had was that faith was going to get picked up first and then okay well
3: they clearly buffy. didn't overhear the conversation in the back of the limo where they realized
0: faith wasn't in the
2: limo and that yeah. that buffy and this and is yeah. an unfair advantage like they're right next to them at the start mm-hmm. so yeah, like-
0: why didn't they just kill them in the fucking limo <laughs> Well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was some other random driver. I'm just making... I'm making But then
3: up. where's the driver going and why did the driver not take... Yeah, I thought that was weird. I assume it was one of the German twins. But speaking
2: so. of unfair advantages for the German twins... Yeah. Like, so most of them are just, like, guys out there with guns and whatever. And then <laughs> there's these two German twins who have a bloke... Like in a computer lab, like watching everything with all these like high tech gear, they got grenade launchers and like these huge, massive guns and night vision goggles. This is not fair. This is not a fair fight.
0: (laughs) I mean, but there was no, there was no kind of like, they didn't sign up for a fair fight. They signed up for Slayer Fest. There were no rules. It's like UFC
2: i guess so i don't know it just feels like i feel like
0: everyone was comfortable with the equipment that they had
3: they're like yeah you you use your techno gizmos and i'll use my shotgun and we'll
0: see who wins and i'll use my blades that come out of my arms
2: yeah (laughs) i just don't know why the others would agree to that it's like like it's like ufc they make sure the fighters are like equal weights (laughs) (laughs) the german twins are in a different weight class
3: yeah but have you seen some of those just like like, cockiness that some vampires have. Like, they're definitely not top of the food chain and they're just
0: like, I can take on anything.
1: Oh, wait, it's
3: It's really
0: easy to kill me with a spatula. Yeah. (laughs) Also, can we just talk about the fact that Mr. Trick spent time and or possibly money on a graphic? Oh my god, I was thinking the
3: exact same thing when it came on. I was like the effort it takes to put that effect on the end of the video in that time on a VHS is not insignificant. So great! So great!
0: I loved it. He really cares about Slayer Fist 98.
1: I love it. He does. does.
0: does. It's great. Um, Meanwhile, the Scooby Gang are at the dance. I've never seen Giles so jovial. Man (laughs) loves a finger sandwich. He just, like, rocks up and he's all just, like, making jokes and off to see oh the finger goodness. sandwiches. He was great. I he was having him. a good day. This is
2: not a dramatic Giles episode. He's just chilling out and he's, he's loving it. He's had <laughs> a yeah. day off. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, because, so, um, like, he, Faith, Faith has been training with Buffy, so he's, like, had a bit of time off, you know? He's got someone mm, picking yes. up his
0: slack. Yes, it's true. He's not getting beat chilling up so out. much. Yeah, Doing crosswords, you know. <laughs> Drinking tea. Yeah. um so Cordy and Buffy catch one of the competitors of Slayerfest uh and like literally don't even have to beat him up they just like cock the gun and he just sings like a canary and tells them all about yeah. who's playing the game like she didn't even have to punch him up a bit it's hilarious he
2: incredibly just, like, detailed as well like he was not details. any details <laughs> nah.
0: They're like we're running out of time in this episode. You uh, can't be like. Uh, and then we get another great Faith moment with Buffy with having um Buffy's back against Scott and like you know saying that he's got oh, a disease yeah. in front of that other chick. I loved it. Faith, killing
2: it. Yeah. Seriously,
0: <laughs> I missed all of this in the past.
2: Welcome yeah. to the fan again, club, guys.
0: Yeah.
3: So, Scott's reaction is again just weird though because like God, he's weird.
0: God, he's weird. He
2: just Liz goes and he's
0: like,
3: "Oh no, I've been outed." Like that's his. <laughs> face. I know that is his face. <laughs> I do have a genital disease uh, ah, no way of getting out of uh, this one
0: <laughs> So so then Giles Giles says where, where are we? Where is your understanding of where we are right now? as in like what location are we in Sunnydale?
2: The bronze right?
0: The bronze right yeah. That's where the dance is being held.
2: yeah, yeah Giles, dance. Back to
0: the library. Giles is gonna go back to the library till the coronation. Yeah. Not, I mean, so he's going to go all the way back to school. Is it that far? Son seems small. I just feel like they originally set this scene in the gym and then for some reason they decided to hold both the first scene and the dance scene in the fucking bronze yet again.
3: That would make sense. His line would make more sense if it was in the school. His gym. line he isn't, isn't like I'm
0: going to go back to school. His line is, I'm going to go to the library. Like, as if they're already at the school.
3: It's nah, weird. No, I mean... I think makes it sense works. Sense. It makes sense. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it was written about like a school homecoming, but it didn't bother me at all. I think it makes Fair sense. Fair enough, still.
2: The bronze could be quite close. Yeah. Like they're always running, but that's the only places they go.
3: And like <laughs> none of these
0: kids have cars or anything. Like they're just walking everywhere. Yeah, I still thought it was weird. I feel like originally it was in the script. It was probably set at like the gym, and then they were just You're like, "Fuck right. it, You're right. we can't be bothered yeah, dressing a new set, so we'll just use the bronze that again." Didn't occur to
3: me, and oh, that and yeah. that would make it would
0: make a lot more sense. Yeah. So, so Buffy and Cordy find an abandoned shack, and uh, Buffy tells Cordy to find a weapon and gives her a pep talk, and uh, and Cordy finds a spatula. Next to a phone, I love this whole scene. I love this whole like. It's it's good for. Oh, <laughs>
2: it's just. Cordy, right Cordy, to use the phone.
3: Oh, well, the timing that's of true. It, yeah. The timing of it is also perfect. Like Cordy goes on like just long enough before realizing her mistake. Like it's slightly too long, yeah, but also not too long. It's, it's really good
0: stuff. Funny. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> I just had a quick scene because I really enjoy. I really enjoy spiny headed guy.
1: Uh, when yeah, he,
2: he, like he's so cool. <laughs>
0: he's so cool when he like wanders past. Um, wanders past the 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 hunter dude, and he's like, "Want me to cut that leg off?" <laughs> He just is great. I just love him. He's just so ridiculous. But anyway, we cut back to Cordy and Buffy and they're like sorting their shit out and they have this really touching scene where Buffy gets to explain why she's so invested in the homecoming queen. This is amazing. Somehow
3: over Zoom, you're like eyeing off Chris so well and like the way the faces are arranged on Zoom, you're actually like... Leading directly at Chris, while like. you totally
1: am. It's and the thing
0: is, you guys have swapped halfway between, like, because we've had to re go into Zoom. I've had to like change my eye line so that
2: I... <laughs> it's a <laughs> it, it kind
0: of you know, like, I remember back when we used to sit in a room together, and when I was ranting, I could just stare directly at you, Chris, but now I can't do that anymore. <laughs>
2: that's right, that's <laughs>
1: right. Look,
3: look you, I can really see you looking at him, it's working perfectly. <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: excuses, excuses, did uh, a little too late, too bad, buff. Um,
0: Spiny headed dude attacks, <laughs> and Cordy goes at him with the spatula, completely ignoring the gun that's behind her. Uh, it's so great. Cordy I love attacking
3: you with a spatula. I love this I'm fucking spatula it. it's themed
0: through the whole thing is so great. The spatula, like, deserves its own character, it deserves its own name, <laughs> that minor character, basically. <laughs> <that makes> <laughs> I think, yeah. Um. And yeah, the uh, Techno good. Twins fire a grenade into the hut which uh, takes care of Spiny Headed Guy while Buffy and Cordy escape and head for the library. What? Tell us.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Amazing explosion. It's There's pretty not much, great. Not it's much pyro great. in yeah. Buffy usually. This is Them awesome.
3: diving through the window is also
0: pretty
2: great. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like... Yeah, it looks like it was actually yeah. Buffy and Cordy like, diving away yeah. from the actual explosion.
0: Meanwhile, like, Mr Trick was, gets was taken was away in really cuffs. Hauled off to parts unknown at this stage, till later in the episode. We'll come back to it in, in a minute. Um,
1: mm.
0: Buffy and Cordy make it to the library mm. to be attacked by Gorch yes. and Gorch and Candy, and then and then buffy kills Um, candy with with the the spatula spatula.
3: somewhere in her (laughs) mid abdomen from the looks of it Uh, gets to her heart uh, uh,
1: yeah it's definitely her mid abdomen i
3: mean i mean always in buffy but like that was one of the that was particularly bad
0: yeah it was particularly bad and then cordy having her like cold bitch moment to to just like get (laughs) herself out of danger so fucking cool great moment. oh my
3: god oh
0: i love it i love it it acting from cordy as well
3: like charisma in this game like her having the intimidation trap, but you can always see in her eyes Mm. like her trying to not break yeah like (laughs) trying to break
0: character yeah it's
3: It's an exceptional
0: it's an exceptional scene i quite
1: yeah
2: you can you can
0: um so Giles is awake and cleaning up the library, lets Buffy and Cordy know that the gang didn't give them corsages and Buffy realises that they're in fact tracking devices and then very cleverly uses some uh, wet toilet paper to tr- Her
3: immediate thought for I need some wet toilet paper <laughs> it's pretty great.
0: pretty random. Yeah, pretty <laughs> random. I love it. I love it. Uh, she tricks but works the te- a treat. Works a treat. Tricks the techno twins yeah. into killing each other. Stark reminder Chris, not to yeah. too reliant on technology.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah. Let's talk this out. So they're walking okay. through this fairly well lit <laughs> in night vision goggles,
1: <laughs> which yeah. cannot
2: be helping anything. Yeah. Right. They're getting instructions on where everything is, but where, <laughs> while they're in the room with Buffy, <laughs> They have night vision goggles, can't see anything whereas Buffy with no night vision goggles sees them perfectly, hits them with the the, wet, the wet toilet paper nails the shot. He's unawares.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> are these also, blinders? Also, night shooting vision goggles? each other what dead
3: also works out way too smoothly. Like, like, one of them starts shooting, then the other one starts shooting back then they keep shooting yeah. so much until they're definitely dead but it's like, if someone is shooting at, like, I mean... Isn't like I don't know. Wouldn't Buffy doesn't have a gun? They have no reason to think Buffy has a gun.
0: Well, they have guns. Why wouldn't they think she has a gun? And like
2: Like, the the corsages are beeping as well, and then they stop beeping when the guys are dead. (laughs) I don't know. Like, are they reading the pulses or something? Yeah, but what
3: does what does to their back is continuous. Is we have established that these German twins don't speak. So that after they're dead, the guy doesn't need any confirmation from them because they can't speak anyway. So there's no way to tell that the job has been done or not.
0: That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought put this much thought into that scene before and I think that is so great. All of your stuff just been amazing. Very well. Very well said. (laughs) Also, how do you reckon Snyder's going to react to finding a couple of dead guys with guns in his school? That, well, I was like, wondering who takes care of that. Yeah, because are they going to clean it up beforehand? They can't hide that window that's just been shot up to shit.
3: It must just be Snyder again,
0: right? Yeah, like, Snyder's mm, going to cover it up. Yeah, hell, hell Yeah. yeah.
1: Speaking hell of now. Snyder and people hell he's afraid,
0: well, afraid of, Mr Trick meets the mayor. Mm. Ooh. Is
3: and
2: we find out that the mayor's mayor. name... Yes. <laughs> Is Richard Wilkins?
3: What?
2: I don't know oh, what you're right. talking about Yeah. Just me. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is, uh, I'm sorry for our American. <laughs> oh, listeners. Richard Wilkins. Yes. Go ahead but on the today show,
1: of the topic,
2: Richard yes. Wilkins, who's been on TV, Australian TV, for like sixty years, um <laughs> a, a mess of a human being, but um, yes, man,
1: what Richard Wilkins, like,
0: Australia. Google that. Google Richard I'm Wilkins. Just, he's, a, uh, he's a he's a, a yeah, man. Richard Wilkins. Yeah. I do no, not know yeah. well. he's the entertainment okay. reporter, Mabel. Yeah, you'd recognize him. He's, you'd recognize he's a fairly well guy, Mabel, known
2: for sure. For sure.
1: He's did, yes,
0: you're okay. right. Yes. And so, so, obviously, in this scene, we discover that every the mayor obviously ever. knows plenty about, you know, the underworld of Sunnydale. And we get this great moment where he says, where Mr. Yes. Trick says, What if I don't want to be a part of the team? And the mayor's just like, Oh, no, that won't be an issue. And it's just so, like, like Mr. Trick just kind of accepts that. It's very, you know, okay, he's kind of got a scariness to him. Maybe. I do
3: enjoy the commanding presence of the mayor. He's you know, so great. It's like mm. It's like Chris, yeah. you know, he, he looks super normal, like a yes. plain yep. Jane of people. Yes. And, but, you know, he's just this, you just don't know why you have to, like, be extra careful around him. Mm-hmm. You don't want to set it off, whatever that is. Mm. You don't want to set it off. It's an unsettling presence. Mm. Um, it's it's side note, just the biggest mm-hmm. don't have don't
0: know it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's like Johnny farnham
2: He's an Australian icon now. He's,
0: he's not that uh, He's up there. I don't That's think I've ever seen this person. It
2: wow. looks kind of like yeah. it.
0: So it's time for the homecoming queen announcement. Drum roll. <laughs> they both lost yeah other two competitors who won it together oh, i love it i love That's it and i love buffy. i love the <laughs> buffy and Cordis saunter off in disgust like the looks on both of their faces it's great it's great stuff yeah
1: yeah
2: buffy <laughs> oh split the vote cordy would have won actually cordy what's, won. What's, what's the, the- american buffy split split the vote. Have queen voting system unbelievable.
0: voting is it first past the post like what are they doing? don't know good question Great questions. Is it is it like the electoral Good colleges? Do so they have them split up into, you know, little little versions of states, you know? Yeah, is there any <laughs> gerrymandering
1: happening with, like... Maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's weird how much we all know about the American voting system because of the Trump.
1: <laughs> it is. It's, so, is death toll this ashamed.
0: episode. Only a few. Um, Kulak of the Mikrot clan killed in the explosion by the... Yeah, he was definitely killed. He literally We're was sure? lying on top of the grenade as it blew up in his face. Okay. Yeah, but
3: he's a
2: demon.
0: Perhaps not. Yeah, of perhaps not. I, I don't know. Perhaps not. Uh, Candy Gorge, steak for the returned. spatula by Buffy. And, oh my god, Techno Twins have a name. Hans Grunstahler and Frederick Grunstahler. Oh.
2: <laughs> Are you looking at the IMDb from Die Hard? Yes!
0: Hans (laughs) Hans Grunsthaler and Frederick. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So there you go. There they are. Cool. That is the end of the episode. Tell us, what do we start with? What one or favorite quote? Favorite quote? Oh, yeah. Quite. Quite. I know. I just had a moment. (laughs) How do you forget? It's been literally every episode.
2: (laughs) It (laughs) has. Um. I can relate to this yeah, one.
0: Yeah, I was Aww. so hoping you'd choose goes, that one. I have so it here and nation. I was like, if Chris doesn't choose it, I'm going to. But I'm so glad that you did. <laughs> so, Oz declares, as Willow goes, so you, goes man. my nation. gotcha. comes from the political adage, as Maine goes, so goes the nation. Describing Maine's reputation as a bellwether state for presidential elections. Ah. So we, everyone- and I, love,
3: I love that that makes sense for Oz to say it. Because Oz is a genius and probably understands mm. the reference. Um. Yeah, my favorite quote. Honestly, there were like a there are a couple favorites really to like choose from. Interesting. Um, but I have to go with because it just killed me when it happened. Giles, we have to find Buffy. Something terrible's happened. Just kidding. Thought I'd give you a scare. Are
1: those finger sandwiches?
3: he had the whole, he had his, cl- he had his no. very authentic Giles tone yep. we have to find Buffy something
1: terrible happened.
3: happened and then to just bounce into party Giles <laughs> just kidding, ooh finger sandwiches
1: uh,
0: yeah, it's Ava, good stuff quote. I'm going to go with uh, a Cordy moment because she was pretty great in parts of this episode Buffy's just the runner up in the end, I'm the queen what do you think I'm going to do to you? It's just great. She's just so fucking baller in that moment. She just, like, yeah, she's great. It was, it was very cool watching that. Also, like, knowing,
3: like, just knowing that she could so easily be killed. by. The I know, but she there had nothing to back, she back that up. Do. Yes. And it's, it's so perfect for Cordy to be able to defend herself with pure attitude. With words like and attitude. Strength. Yes, I know.
0: Strength. It's great. It's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What won the episode for you, Chris?
2: Um, I have to admit... Uh, it's, I'm taking, it's taking everything in my power not to pick the yellow spiny headed guy. It's everything in my power, but it's not him. It's not him. <laughs> this podcast can be tricky sometimes because you're watching the episode and I'm sort of like, I'm, cause I'm watching it for the first time and I'm writing a lot of notes and I'm trying to think about what I would say on the podcast. And like, um, mm. it's quite rare that I'm actually sitting down and actually watching the episode and enjoying it as content itself. Yeah. Uh, but then sometimes there's just two characters who are so intriguing and so charismatic in very different ways, and it just makes you think about everything that might happen, and everything that could happen, and everything that will happen. And it was that scene with Mr. Trick and the Mayor mm-hmm. right near the end, it uh. I, I sort of I forgot I forgot I was writing notes and I forgot a lot of stuff and I was just sort of captivated awesome. by the both of them and their relationship.
1: Yes, and, awesome. Uh,
2: the potential for what could happen next.
1: Great.
0: Oh, that and is a great cool. choice. I love it. Excellent. Very cool. Mabel?
3: Um <laughs> I
0: think.
3: I yeah, yeah. I think what makes the episode for me. Because as we said, this is a great episode, but as yeah. we've gone through and discussed it, there's like a lot of things that I just kind of hated throughout it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, all the Willow Xander stuff, all the campaign stuff, was just kind of like ridiculous. Yeah. But um, Slayer Fest 98 mm-hmm. as just like a concept. And yeah. Event yeah. Great stuff. Wins it. It's great um, stuff. Yeah. Really cool. Even though it was kind of like technically a, a small footprint of like the actual Slayer Fest part was not a huge time proportion of the episode. It was just super cool yeah super super cool good
1: pick good
0: Good pick pick. i'm gonna choose something that probably isn't that obvious for this episode but it was just such a big revelation for me this episode that i have to go with it and it's faith yes yes awesome Awesome. that's super cool it's that's just like cool. the the way she's just kind of integrating into the into the group, and she's just become kind of part of the group. And like her relationship with Buffy this episode, it's just fantastic. And I loved Faith this episode. I loved
1: Amazing. her. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's awesome. Uh, good <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm like, glad. like
1: yeah. I
0: enjoyed that little
3: scene with them as well, but honestly, yeah. like, talking it out with you on the podcast made me kind of appreciate it that much more.
0: Yeah, like, yeah.
3: What, what it actually means to have faith added to the group for Buffy. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's kind of a big deal, and it and this episode really just like very subtly mm. was just kind of like sprinkling that in, you know, that kind of that that they're kind of developing this great little relationship. Yeah yeah it kind of shows
3: that the like the group did need fresh blood in it mm. bit, you know like we mm. had the oz edition and the Cordy edition but we needed you know we
0: needed more. faith it's cool we needed more yeah
1: mm. cool
0: well that's the episode then great yeah yeah um tell us where we can find you chris
2: um twitter and instagram crease slip c-r-e-a slip um also i'm uh, on another podcast poor boys recommend uh, we do crazy things and recommend, yeah, crazy things for each other to do, and we do them and review them. Uh, it's a good pod. Give it a listen.
1: Why not? Yes. Why,
0: yeah. not? Why not? Anything? Anything you want to add, Mabel? No, skip me. Too. I, exist, we'll just, I exist only I, I, in Buffy
3: Strayer. Find me on
0: Buffy Strayer. I basically have reached a point where I'm just like, I do the shout out for Chris because he has a bunch of shit going on. Yeah, he like, actually has stuff going he has on, guys. stuff going check on out. and it's check great. Out, you too. should check him out. But the rest of us, we just do Buffy Strayer and that's really it. So yes. find us on Buffy Strayer. At oh, Buffy and Strayer. also
2: uh yes. S- smg tip of the day, oh, really, yes. tip of the
0: day. Follow shout out. out to smg let's, let's plug yeah, yeah, yeah for good real. plug we'll uh we'll um link to that at some point on our socials um quarantine um Quarantip. Yeah, so... check out smg tip of the day
1: <laughs> that's
0: right so as well as smg follow at buffy australia on twitter on facebook uh on instagram drop us a line at buffy Straya, buffystraya at gmail.com, which I've just realized I no longer have on my phone and I haven't checked for a really long time. I don't know if you've been checking it, Mabel, but I definitely I haven't been checking it. Yeah, no, I should definitely log it. into that. Man.
2: Don't even ask me. I... Yeah, no, I
0: knew you. <laughs> uh, Do you even know the password? Chris?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we
0: have an email address. <laughs> uh, so thanks for joining us and see you next time, guys.
1: Bye. Bye. Watching Buffy, it's Buffy, the Vampire Australia. She comes out with this great line,
0: which I'm only referencing because I'm going to tell you about something else amazing. So she nice. says, "Besides, I look cute in a tiara." And I'm only saying it because it's not that great a line, but there's an app. It's called the Reface app. Have you heard of it?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: I have turned myself into Buffy and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I will put this on, on, um, on the socials when we get to it, but that's me as Buffy. It's actually spooky. Isn't that freaky? I look cute in a tiara. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's actually quite intense to look at. Uh, it's please, really please weird. Please take it away from the screen, it's please. True.
0: It's so great. Oh I'll share that god. on the socials. It's so great. I've got a bunch of me as Buffy tweet, um gifts. It's fantastic. I'm oh so my excited. god, our social Buffy
3: streamers' social media is going to be filled with Megan's faces, Buffy.
1: <laughs> yep. It <is>. Get ready.
0: <laughs> Watch out, guys. <laughs> and I don't apologise for a second. No apologies. <laughs>